It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Full Album Fridays. KX93.5 every week brings you Full Album Friday, where we journey through an entire record from an artist's perspective, track by track, with live commentary, and today we're really excited to feature the new record from May. It is in fact called Multisensory Aesthetic Experience, the same as the abbreviation of the band, and we're joined by Dave Elkins and Zach Gehring of May to talk all about it. Guys, how are you? Awesome. Hello. 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 So uh, cool to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you. let's... Absolutely, man. I'm really excited to dive into this thing. But let's let's talk a little bit about the album in general. Uh, obviously, you've been a band for something like 20 years now. Uh, your last full length was like a decade ago, and now you're back in full force. And uh, the name of the record is the name of your band for the first time ever. So what uh, what fully what what inspired to kind of do that quasi self titled thing finally? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Zach. What do you what do you have to say about that? <laughs> um, well. I want to say that um, the name itself kind of, for me, um, and I think, uh, you know, the board just kind of reflects this emphasis um, on the foundational creative uh, motivations for the band that have been around for you know, since Dave and Jake got together um, initially, um, and as well as what we're kind of able to do now um, that we haven't been able to do before in terms of really engaging um, other senses when it comes to uh, responding and kind of listening to our music. And so and on that end, um, Jacob, our drummer, he's been um, really into um, studying the connections between the brain and the response to music. And also he's been very interested in this um uh, how the brain responds to music and um, something called synesthesia, which is how the brain miscue mis um, its responses to one medium, right? So if you hear a song, you might see a color, but you might kind of just kind of cross central confusion, which allows this kind of cool way to look about how art and the brain kind of interact with one another. And so all to say, this multi-sensory aesthetic experience, um, the name of the record uh, emphasizes this kind of 
new moment for, for the band where we can kind of capitalize on that idea more directly through the kind of um, technological capabilities we have today, particularly speaking of virtual reality. Um, and also the, uh, we performed in Jerusalem, um, what day was that, 2016? Yeah. Um, and that was a virtual reality experience uh, synced up live. And I think that was the first type of show of that nature. Dave, you can talk about that for a little bit. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, we were um, back in uh, 2016, May became the, uh, the, the, the first band to perform a live synced virtual reality concert experience. Um, you know, back, back in 09, when we would play club shows, we would make, uh, simulate like a rainstorm and, and have wind and, and, and water droplets coming down while we're, while Zach's playing a guitar solo on a song we have called, um, what is that song called? Fight. Man, that's from, uh, the fight song, the fight song. Yeah. Um, crash mm-hmm. and burn. And so we've, you know, we've partnered up with like an acoustic show of ours and a, and a meal with a top chef master and <laughs> cool. we've had some really cool experiences that we've gotten ourselves into, um, sort of letting the multi-sensory experience of May, uh, what we can do when we're sort of left to our own devices. And it's a very DIY, uh, you know, band taking on the world mentality, or if it's, more of a collaboration where, yeah, I'll play that song I've played, you know, 1,500 times um, and think of it this way when I perform it because there's going to be VR or there's going to be culinary or there's going to be, you know, it, it's it's taken on different approaches. And during our break, that's one of the things that's called a SAC is the opportunity to collaborate and to be our more actualized self maybe, both like, talking about the, the band name or yeah. talking about like us as indiv- individuals just trying to figure out life more and so i think there's like a connection and a thread that goes through the album that serves what i've wanted to hear as a member of may you know when we record music and write music and collaborate together and then realizing that we're uh just like one one dot in the pointillism picture uh, of someone else's story, then we kind of realize what we can do a little more thoroughly in our time in May. And so uh, a self-titled album kind of feels right for us to come back after a long break and and really want to give it uh, all that we can, uh, just kind of start at at the root or like one of the, the core moments of the band that would obviously be coming up with the name. It, it seems like uh, technology and science and research maybe has finally caught up with what you intended for the band in the first place. And now it's kind of all here. Yeah, I think that's really true. And so from our perspective, where, where science, technology, entertainment, um, all of these uh, other uh, places have grown. Um, we've, been fortunate enough to be friends with some amazing minds and creators in in those tech spaces and science, et cetera. Friends with astronauts and neuroscientists and the resident professor of VR at NYU and et cetera. And so uh, it's wonderful to just kind of focus on what we're great at 
uh, and and not try to spread ourselves thin with an idea that it's not really going to make hit, hit a mark that we really believe in. We can just create music and and collaborate with with those individuals. I think um, that's what we have with with uh, with our self titled album. Yeah. Well, uh, we are going to listen to the record in full, but we're going to listen to it a little bit differently than it's sequenced on the recorded version. We're actually going to finish with the first track, and you want to do it that way, Dave, because that's the way that the VR experience is going to be. So do you want to talk a little bit about that before we dive in in this different sequence? Yeah, this was actually uh, the sequence for the album all along. And um, the reason why, if you go to... Spotify today, today being February 7th, you know, like it'll change in the future, the sequence of, of our new album, but um, to invite people to listen to your album for the first time um, in today's streaming uh, music listening world, uh, some people won't listen to the very last song on the record. They'll get distracted by all the other things their smartphone is doing while they're listening and uh, just all the other things that might distract them. And we made this album with a couple of bookends, Sing uh, being what we thought would be a, a good intro for the album and Kaleidoscope being uh, a good exclamation point on the album. Um, but we changed that for streaming for a, a certain period of time uh, because we wanted people to hear Kaleidoscope, frankly. And so the, the, the version that we're going to be discussing today, starting with Sing and ending with Kaleidoscope, uh, that's been the version that has been um, like kind of on on the dry erase board, you know, for uh, months and months before the album came out. That's kind of how we've been planning to release it. So this is getting down to the original intent for multi-sensory aesthetic experience. So starting with Sing, and there'll be virtual reality uh, experiences uh, to accommodate. Okay, so w- when is that going to happen? And do what do I need to do to make it? Do I need an Oculus Rift or whatever? Um, we, uh, all you need is a virtual reality, uh, headset. It doesn't matter which one, um, as long as your phone fits into it, you can, uh, end up going to, um, a website from our main website, whatismay.com and get access to that. But, uh, we're, we're selling, um, a version of our album for the first time as a, a VR headset. So it comes to you looking like the album uh, in CD form, just a little bit bigger, but then you rip the back off and you turn it into a device that you put your phone into and wow. you view and listen. Um, so uh, we've got that, which I think is really cool. But if you don't have that, you can use any virtual reality uh, experiential device that you have as long as you have the ability to go to our website and uh, then click on a link from there first. So it's, it's pretty easy. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, we're trying to make it as easy as possible because it's something that is so brand new from our perspectives, at least that we, um, we don't want it to distract. We want it to, to help kind of immerse you in that experience. I thought it was cool a few years ago when Foles did that music video that was all 360. And I tell you what, this is next level. I think a lot of people are going to duplicate this after they hear about it, but you guys are the right band to, to do it first. That's so cool. I appreciate you saying that. We're definitely, uh, you know, there are plenty of uh, amazing artists that are uh, doing multimedia stuff and have been for years and years. So this is just sort of our interpretation of it during this season for us. But yeah, I mean, 
we've learned from other bands and other artists how to, you know, create something you're proud of and have it hopefully connect with, with your audience. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, again, we are talking to May. We've got Dave and Zach on the phone. Their new record, Multisensory Aesthetic Experience, is out, and we're going to go track by track and learn about every single one. So uh, whoever wants to jump jump up and take each track is fine with me, but we're going to start with Sing, so tell us whatever you want to say about it before we play it. Cool. Uh, Sing is um, the song we're opening up with on, on these last few tours that we've been on in the U.S., and we're playing shows throughout the year and we'll probably still keep opening up with that song because it feels so good to us um the lyric open up until you know there's more than either or is uh i guess verse two lyric and um it's really one of the staple um themes for the album and uh something that um i've been trying to bring to more decision making processes in my life and um what I've learned through uh, choosing that uh, has sort of helped me along the way in the last few years. So it's definitely been a part of my songwriting process is opening up to uh, know that there's more than just one uh, one way and another way, a right way and a wrong way. Um, You know, an enemy and a friend, there's a lot more in between and that's where real life is. And uh, so starting off with sort of like a, uh, a song that both sonically and lyrically kind of lets you know what journey you're about to go on. That was the uh, the purpose for Sing. Sing to the melody now I'm trying hard to know your key now I think we both want harmony now So won't you sing it with me? One, two, three, now Try, we define the key now. 
we're gonna get that harmony now So won't you sing it with me one, two, three now So sing to the melody now Oh, when we try, we define the key now We're gonna get that harmony now So won't you sing it with me Again, that's Sing from May's new record, Multisensory Aesthetic Experience. Uh, Dave and Zach on the phone talking us through the record. So uh, go ahead and take the next one, guys, the overview. The overview. Uh, I know that musically uh, the ideas for the overview were around for a long time as one of the first sort of demos for the album. And yet lyrically that song um, was one of the last things to uh, – um, to kind of show up as what we needed to finish our album. And I'm really proud of the overview. Uh, we are friends with um, a few astronauts, uh, gratefully. And so to take the perspective of um, seeing life, seeing our planet, seeing um, our moment um, as something that we're all a part of, connected together instead of enemies, um, the overview effect is an idea that some astronauts have when they Earth gaze and they see our planet as just one single thing instead of comprised of all these, you know, nations and continents and factions and governments and people groups and languages. It's all just right there for you to see at once. And um, some of the spiritual growth that I've had in my life uh, over the last few years sort of been just through seeing things from a, a, a greater perspective that includes less of mine and more of all of ours. I felt the beauty and held the pain I've been healed in the fire And I've been burned by the flame Lost in the dark, found in the light And at the end of the day and the night All I know is to try, all I hope is to see All I want is to trust, I just gotta believe Gravity keeping me down, this is setting me free So much more than before got me thinking So how do I get back?
Again, May's new record, multi-sensory aesthetic experience on full album Friday today. Next up is uh, the song Five Light Years, which uh, happened to be the first single you guys released from this as well. So talk a little bit about it and how it was selected as uh, the single. No, I, I just think um, I think it was selected as the first single just because, uh, I mean, I thought it was a really strong song. Um, I think it moves really well. And I honestly think that it's kind of, there's this part of the, the, the song that's probably one of the heaviest moments on a May track um, through all these songs that we've written. There's kind of a great kind of breakdown. It feels really good, but uh, super intense. And then it goes into a guitar solo after Patrick played guitar solo on the record. And so there's kind of a moment in this song where we kind of go to a space we haven't really gone before. Um, but it feels really good. It feels really natural. And I love playing this song live. Cool. Anything else, Dave? Yeah, uh, Five Light Years was the first song uh, that we worked on once we moved into Schematic Studios, which is where we ended up making almost the entire album. And um, what I love about it is uh, another theme throughout the whole record is sort of this um, space where organic and synthetic can live, where raw and um, clean or polished uh can live where uh like dark and light can live where there's a lot of tension um on the album where you're kind of identifying uh these polarized um ideas and so with five light years both sonically that's going on and the story is sort of like a dark one looking for light looking for forgiveness looking for grace but not seeing where in the world it could possibly be. And yet it does get acknowledged towards the end of the song lyrically. And so, um, five light years for me in the studio, uh, both writing and producing it, I've really wanted to sort of use that song as a way to teach myself how to kind of hold more of that tension and that dichotomy. And, um, that's why I think it came out first too, is because it really represented what we were trying to do on the album within the context of one song. It was better to start with something Together we'd play But then we both left off with something
Again, that's the single from May's new record, multi-sensory aesthetic experience called Five Light Years. And uh, we move on to the next track, No Promises, and then a, a bunch of binary, I think, in, in parenthetical. So explain that one to us, guys. Yes. So Zach and I wrote this song um, based on uh, having separate ideas at separate uh, parts of the country living, you know, separate lives, but coming together for one of our writing sessions here just north of Nashville um, at the studio, I had this idea that was like a vocal idea and a, and a lyrical idea. And it started with this hook one, one, zero, 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 one, zero, zero, one, zero, zero, one, one, zero, zero. And Zach having on his own, this chord progression with some lyrical ideas of his own and us collaborating and turning and continuing to just dial in this idea of a song, of a lyric, of a concept. No Promises is uh, is the name of the song with the binary code in parentheses. But um, it's, it's one of the, like, I would say, and Zach would have to speak to this, but like w- one of the songs uh, that May has that uh, really took advantage of a process. And I don't even know how to identify what the process was, but that song took a long time for us to write because we just waited and carefully wrote it at the speed of what made us most comfortable to, to create the song. But it's definitely one of the most collaborative songs that Zach and I have together in May, I would say. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, the song did take, it was really just kind of, we had, I think it was just putting two parts together and building something from that, that felt, I don't know, that felt complete um, and didn't feel put together in a way that we're kind of searching for something just to do and put it in. So we kind of labored over it for a while because the idea I had was pretty simple. So you can kind of go a lot of places. A lot of, and we just kind of sat there and I just remember being um, outside uh, with the guys working on the stuff and being like just, lying on the ground in the studio just kind of laboring through it but um when i listen to it now you know i i it sounds like it was a song that kind of came out without too much work and that's just kind of funny to me because we put a lot of work into it um and yeah it's actually one of my favorite songs on the record uh at this point and that, that always changes for me but um i'm really looking forward to kind of helping uh put this one live soon but yeah i love this song part.
Zach and Dave from the band May talking about their new record, Multisensory Aesthetic Experience. In fact, their first full length in uh, about 10 years, and we're really honored to talk to them about it today. Uh, the next track is called You Fall When You Hesitate, and in fact, it's the first of three tracks in a row that are all longer than six minutes long. So did uh, is this middle chunk intentionally that way? Uh, yes and no. I think when we're writing the songs, we're just writing the songs, but as we get closer to completion on all of them and really start to hear and sense the uh a, a good idea or a few different good ideas for the sequence of the album this is like there's a lot of meat in these three songs you fall and you hesitate and then the two after that that um crossroads 
intersecting crossroads are all kind of happening um, from the perspective of, of what I'm writing about lyrically on this album. And I think kind of trying to explain and process personally what I'm going through and in life, uh, poetically, I guess. But um, You Fall When You Hesitate is a lyric that I've had in a piano uh, chord progression that I've had on a voice memo for probably about six years. And um, the whole idea of sort of living in a, in a in a place where you're looking at your past and not looking at your present and not looking at your future, there's no time to be present and to savor what you have right here and now. And um, you fall when you hesitate. You fall in and out of love again. Because uh, I think uh, a lot of us may have experienced in life.
new record multi-sensory aesthetic experience uh, on with Dave and Zach from the band so tell us about track number seven our love is a painted picture um our love is a painted picture actually uh was a song that we put out even before we knew we were writing an album and so since we didn't know that we were writing an album uh Valentine's Day now two years ago 2000 wait 2000 yeah 2017 so Valentine's Day Two years ago, uh, man, time flies. Uh, we put out our love is a painted picture. Um, we have been around each other, uh, playing old songs together on tour, and getting opportunities to sound check and start messing around with new musical ideas uh, around each other for years and years. And our love is a painted picture um, was something that I had started. Uh, writing around thinking about what it would be like to work on new main music about two and a half years ago. And, uh, it sounds like a, like maybe a love song, uh, about two people. Um, our love is a painted picture. And I was writing it from the perspective of more of a, uh, a relationship with my inner self, with my, uh, and my consciousness, uh, and sort of understanding what all those meant and not understanding what they meant and just trying to get out some, some feelings and some thoughts about my mental health and um, uh, going through that process. And that was really important, I think, uh, for all of us 
sort of um, want to connect with people and our and our music through the journey of of mental health and what it's like to not be mentally healthy and and what it is like to pursue mental health and um, and self love and self care and uh, and so I wanted to write a, a very sort of musically uh, theatrical song about some of the things that I was going through and that became our love is a painted picture. Yeah. Some of these concepts and thoughts are getting me even more intrigued about what the VR experience is going to be like. I imagine it's going to be a very deep, introspective thing to go through. Mm. Yeah, thank you. We're so excited uh, to be able to partner up these you know, different worlds together and, and hope for uh, some, some good introspection for our listeners. Our love is a painted picture I've been working on for years But every single one when I think it's done the impression disappears
yourself dancing in the as we've spoken about, is uh, finally caught up with technology. And that's uh, a lot of the theming of this new record, multi-sensory aesthetic experience. Dave and Zach from the band are on the phone talking us through it track by track on Full Album Fridays. Uh, The next track is called A Race for Our Autonomy. So uh, go ahead and take that one away, guys. Yeah, A Race for Our Autonomy uh, was uh, one of the the last songs written for the album. The, The lyric, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? There is no love and fear. So where do we go from here? That's uh, the way that this song started and the story of it uh, developed over time. But uh, this is one of my personal favorite songs on the album. We just started playing this one live uh, on one of our last tours. And it's sort of like a transitional point coming up to the surface um, after sort of being down in the dark for quite some time and deciding um, to move forward in the journey no matter what for goodwill and for peace of mind and uh, a race for autonomy, I think is something that uh, a, a lot of people should get to experience um, an opportunity to just pursue life uninhibited for the sake of the journey, just by yourself. The growth that comes with that, I think is really important. And there's actually two versions of the song, the EP, the EP we initially released before the full length. Um, there's an acoustic version. And then the full length, there's a more, uh, there's a full band version. And I remember working out or just kind of thinking on the idea years ago with, with Dave and Jacob when we were at Dave's previous studio where he worked out of. Um, so this is another one that's kind of been a phrase, uh, like Dave mentioned, uh, initially it's been, been there for a while, but just kind of took a long time just to develop and, and get to a place where it became what it is now on the record. I remember pacing back and forth in our cluttered room in wait of your reply That was the day I found the strength to say those things and look you in the eye The symbiotic nature of this bond is hardly Where do we go 
there's no love in fear So where do we go from here? I know we've heard our share of broken promises Yet hang on every word But when the past becomes the present such Again, May's new record, Multisensory Aesthetic Experience, which is out now. Talking through it today on Full Album Fridays. So the next track is uh, darkly called Let It Die. Tell us about that one, you guys. <laughs> uh, Let It Die, uh, it says, Let It Die so that death can bring life again. And so Let It Die is uh, a song about forgiveness and a song about growth, you know, when, when, when relationships and 
moments go through their necessary season, there can be struggle, there can be hurt, there can be pain that we cause each other. And um, to live with that and sit with that and let it dwell and then live its own life, I think, is is harmful, dangerous. And yet it's the reality um, that we're going to hurt each other. And um, we hope to do less and less of that as, as life goes on. But the way that we can learn how to connect deeper, I think, is through love and forgiveness and grace. And this is a song about all this I know I've hurt you I've gone and made a mess tonight With retaliation on my mind I'm already through It's a losing game When we keep trading pain for pain Oh, I'm tired and I don't want to make The enemy out of you future to a
chunk of a few songs here from May's new record. Uh, track 10 is called Simple Words. Tell us about that. Uh, well, Simple Words started off a long time ago, too. It's just like this constantly developing guitar idea, um, kind of drum groove guitar idea that we've had uh, circulating around in our emails of, of demo ideas for new May songs for years. And um, it's a little bit uh, reminiscent for me of like the mathy guitar rock alternative and some Indian emo stuff I listened to uh, in my formative years of listening to music. I'm, I'm born in 1982 and Zach's born in 1981. And so we've got a lot of connections over 90s alternative music. You guys are almost um, pre-emo. Uh, <laughs> well... You know, it depends I mean, on where you start yeah. the clock, really. I, I suppose. Mean, I want to I say yes to that. I, 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 I strongly have, uh, you know, my my favorite bands in the 90s are Pearl Jam and Stone Temple Pilots and Nirvana and Soundgarden and, and yet, like, also uh, Counting Crows and Jim Blossoms. and um, But then all of a sudden when we're learning about Sunny Day Real Estate and Mineral and Jimmy World and uh, those kind of bands, Get Up Kids, Promise Ring, etc. Like those bands were teaching me a lot of, of new things, and I think that Simple Words is like it's just like a, a like a a love song remembering and uh, uh, putting that together with some some uh, indie indie guitar riff was uh, was the idea there. Yeah, I say that because, uh, yeah, you're right. I suppose those are the founders of the emo movement, but I'm about eight years younger than you. So for me, it was taking taking back Sunday and you guys and brand new. Like, that was emo to me. But that was that was late. I think you're right. Uh, there, there was an earlier time that I was not privy to. Well, I'm even telling you that there's an emo time that I'm not privy to. When I'm, yeah, I'll say Sunny Day Real Estate, and then there's some bands like, what, Rites of Spring and... Some, some of these emo bands that define emo that I haven't even really listened to. And if you played a song in my studio by one of those bands, I'd listen to it. Like, I have no idea who this is. So they like, go, oh, this is the founder of emo. I'm like, whoa, okay, <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, they influenced you somehow, uh, whether you know them or not, I guess. Whether you know them or not.
second time We stayed up talking till first light And then you gave me one last sigh I won't forget just what you said We're both in our heads trying to get into our hearts And then connect them back Two tracks left on multi-sensory aesthetic experience, May's new record, and, and kind of the uh, adjusted sequencing. Uh, track 11 is called Flow, and that's the one that is currently the last song if you go on Spotify or something, but it's not the last one we're going to do today. So tell us about Flow. Yeah, uh, we have a standard and an experiential version of our album, and uh, an experiential deluxe version of our album has three meditation pieces. One is called Light, and that's the piece that we wrote for uh, our first ever Sync Virtual Reality concert experience over in Jerusalem at the Tower of David. And then we've got one called Space, and Space came out on 3.0, which was the uh, um, EP that Zach was talking about earlier that came out before the album came out. And then this last one's called Flow, and it's featuring uh, our good friend Tim Fain, who is an amazing violinist. He often partners with Philip Glass, and he um, has scored a lot of music for amazing films like Moonlight and Black Swan and uh, 50 Years Later. Wow, yeah, that's quite, quite a resume, yeah. yeah. He's amazing. And so um, he's a good friend of ours. And um, I just sat in the studio uh, one long weekend with my production assistant, and we created this piece called flow and um, the idea was to have him on it as well. And so um, it's sort of like a, like an ethereal sort of pulsy musical piece that is soothing and um, hopefully will put you in sort of like a, an alert, but meditative state. And that was kind of one of the goals the whole way through. There's a version that we have that you'll listen to now uh, that's about 
six minutes or so, five minutes. We got a version that's like, or the, uh, we got a 12 minute version, and uh, and then some. So a lot more coming, but flow is one of the uh, meditative pieces that was one of the foundational things that we wanted to do with this new album.
finally, we'll move on to uh, the the last song, the ultimate song, which is called Kaleidoscope. It is the first song in the current sequencing, but you said you did that, Dave, only because you wanted people to hear it. So uh, tell us why it was last, and you wanted to make sure people didn't miss it when listening to the record. Yeah, uh, Kaleidoscope is um, definitely a, a bookend song, and uh, as, as a song idea, as a lyrical idea, as a production in the studio it's it's one of the things um that i'm most proud of uh being in may and and just what i've done musically working with other artists etc this is uh a story song and um one of my all-time favorite songs uh is a day in the life by the beatles and i love how it um changes scenes i love all those other beatles songs that change scenes and you know, take you on one journey until all of a sudden you're just musically in a whole other movement and moment and they're connected, but they're different. And, um, kaleidoscope is sort of like may saying what we're saying right now, uh, lyrically, which again is, is to move beyond, uh, just the, the either or, and to see things with the opportunity to bring other human perspective into it and to, more of the forest for the trees and um kaleidoscope is this you know the idea of like connecting all these different individual colors and pieces together to reflect off of each other to to come up with something more unique and more special that's greater than the sum of its parts uh that's sort of a story that that may has been intrigued by and wanted to learn from and tell a little bit of from our perspective over the years and years so kaleidoscope is sort of like our, our our most realized version of that at this point um, also, you know, obviously the themes that we explore on the record, as Dave has been kind of touching on through the, uh, this segment is just about reflection, about kind of getting in between, um, these kind of counterproductive binary frameworks and exploring the space in between seeing where we exist within these kind of relationships we have, um, and just kind of like attempting an earnest kind of reflection. And the first line in Kaleidoscope is love, take us to task, take us all to task. Um, and that's just kind of a, a call to action uh, when, I, when I hear it. So you have this space of reflection, but then at the same time, you kind of have to move in, in one direction to keep things unfolding in this way that's productive and developing things moving forward in relationships or what have you. So I think it's kind of a nice call to action that kind of counters um, the reflective side and the message on the record as well. Can you love 
Bright as you can be, I'm not giving up. Give me all your glow. Color show, collide us both. tell you what guys this is probably the most well articulated episode of this show i've ever done uh and i would expect nothing less from the two of you so again may's new record <laughs> multi-sensory aesthetic experience which uh is techie is science is research oriented and it is finally i feel an embodiment of what your band always has been uh mixed in with the modern times so i think it's the the perfect time for this record to come out and i think it sheds so much extra light on it the fact that you were so gracious to share the commentary with us so uh dave elkins zach gearing i uh, really really appreciate this guy's really cool experience for us Thank you for having oh, us. Thanks for having us. So yeah. Yeah. Hey, is there is there anywhere that um, you'd like uh, the audience to go to buy the record that actually puts money in your pocket? That is the the best way to support you. If you could write a check to my address, that would be great. <laughs> um, Just bypass the other two band members. 
completely. Yeah. No more middlemen. Um, no, just, just go to our website, whatismay.com, and uh, and then follow us on socials. It's either What Is May or May Band, and you'll you'll connect with us every which way you'd like to. And um, you know, this is the first album for us in over a decade, so. We're jumping into a new landscape. Like literally, Instagram did not exist right. when we put out a full <laughs> album, and and YouTube and Facebook weren't um, these these avenues, these channels for art to you know exist all the time. And so we're we're coming in with uh, our fingers on the pulse the entire time, but from from uh, like another vantage point um, we've all had while we've been on this break. So. We're just really grateful when we when we get um, good questions like what you brought to us, and if people want to follow us and see what we're up to, uh, whatismay.com is the best way to start with with us. Awesome. Well, Dave, Zach, uh, the band May, new record, multi-sensory aesthetic experience. It's out now, whatismay.com, to learn and uh, learn more and find it. So, guys, thank you so much, man. I really, really appreciate this again. Thank you. All right. Take care, you guys. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Good luck with everything. Bye. This has been Full Album Fridays, a production of KX93.5 FM in Laguna Beach, California. Production and interviewing done by me, Tyler Russell. And thanks for joining us for Full Album Fridays, journeying through a new record from an artist's perspective. More at KX93.5.com. KX93.5 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.